what is that bird sound? <laughs> I'm so curious. Hey, hey. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> it's <laughs> Hey. You're you're like coaxing it but also shooing it away. You're like, come here, come here, go away. <laughs> stop, stop. Come here, come here. No. Get away. Go go on. <laughs> <laughs> it's the the remember so remember in that app where uh my uh uh the 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 thing exploded on my desk, like my drawer fell out when I was blindfolded. Oh yeah, bird box, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what that episode is called, Bird Box. <laughs> Bird Box. <laughs> Which is definitely not a movie that we didn't watch that episode. Anyway, it the desk still has like all the peripherals for being able to hold a drawer, including tiny wheels to like on a rail system. Yeah. So that's that. Oh good. Is that going on the entire episode? Here. No, it's me spinning it with my finger. Oh yeah. I really don't. <laughs> I'm really not a fan. Not a fan. Get out, come on, get out of here. It's, sorry, hold on. Hey, hey. Go on. Go in the other room. <laughs> okay. All right, he's gone. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to Tapes, 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 a podcast about old movies from our childhood. Our, who are we? Oh boy, I was waiting for you to ask Did you that. yawn in the middle of that? <laughs> <laughs> I just took a dramatic pause. Well, my, oh, I thought it was a yawn, well, like you got bored. Well, my name's Evan William Crockett, and this is my trusty companion co-host, Dogmouth. Dogmouth? I'm Josh. Hey, Josh. Well, this is a podcast about old movies. I'm not some... Wait, wait, I'm not a trusty companion, Dogmouth? Yeah, what am I? That's fine. What's wrong with that? I'm... I'm grumpy Josh guy eating all the time. When am I de- been degraded down to like dog sidekick? Well, no dog mouth. Uh, dog mouth. Dog mouth. It's I'm fine. the primary host. This is a podcast. Right. We watch old movies from our childhoodish, where uh, you know maybe we have fond memories of them, or maybe they just are from around that time, <laughs> which I think is the case with this episode. Um, and we see how well they've aged, whether they deserve a be kind and rewind or an eject and reject. Who knows? Tune in to find out tonight on WWE Smackdown. And Hulk Hogan is in the ring and he's smashing up the face of this predecessor, Mr. Mayor. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. He's smashing up the face of his predecessor. Oh, Mr. That, Mayor. That, I had to take my glasses off for that one. Wow, dude. That was incredible. I was ready to go with that one. That was right on the, the hilt. I was not I was not ready for you to be ready. So, there you go. Show, shows my mm-hmm. improv skills. So, how was your weekend, bud? I, uh, yeah, hey, how are you doing? Asking. How are you doing? Hey, thanks for asking. I, uh... Hey, why don't we just both ask each other how was our weekend and how we're doing at the same time and neither of us answers. Oh, okay, yeah. Hey, hey, bud, how was your hey, weekend? How are you doing, man? Hey. All right. All right, well, that's great. Boy, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, anyway. 
<laughs> Great. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, Evan and I are really old friends. We are really old. We're really old friends. We're very old. We are ancient. Um, we're 31 years old. Uh, oh, let's tell mm-hmm. them a fact about us. It's fun to do a, a fun fact. Uh, um, like a fact about one of us or like a, a shared memory? Ooh. I never really understand this part. It's not it's not well defined, which is in like the notes. Like a fact about me? Yeah, uh, it's in the notes from the producer. But um, okay. What's what's a fun fact? No, why don't you tell a fact about me? I'm curious. Oh, you, we did this in an episode already, and it took me a really long time to think of something. You got mad. I'll edit it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, Evan. Uh, Evan has. Uh, a fact about Evan is that his Are you high like school looking something up. No, well, I'm just looking around the room. I'm looking for a <laughs> looking for a help. Oh, Evan in high school had a bed that was really good to do WWE SmackDown wrestling moves on. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a fact. <laughs> okay, because we did that. Um, we did do, did you do that? Did you participate in that? I might've just watched. I think you just kind of watched. Like I remember me and, and Al Davies doing that. Um, but I don't really remember you being kind of a part of that. What I, I feel like we did some, but up in the TV room. This yeah. Really specific. Well, there was one, <laughs> there was one very specific story of, um, and this is a fact about Josh. This is like oh. one of the greatest, most epic moments of my entire life. We were having oh a sleepover with a bunch of our friends from high school. Um, and it was like a sleepover slash pizza party slash family guy marathon where we were just watching all of the episodes of Family Guy. Um, oh, I would have said the Family Guy marathon first. That is what this whole thing was like the design of the evening was we're going to yeah. sit and watch every episode of family guy which is the time was three or four i think it was the yeah, other there were three volumes of, of dvds people people around our age remember that those little things so anyway we were all wrestling we were we were it was like god it was probably like 2 a.m at this point and we were wrestling and then josh m- disappears for like 15 minutes and then he he Burst in the door and it's dark and he's silhouetted by by just a shower of light and he's holding two empty coke bottles and he just screams i'm armed and then rushes in and attacks us and it was the most epic thing that has ever Wait, that's what that's from? Yeah, that's what that's from. You don't remember? It's like one of those phrases. No. Yeah. I blacked like- out that whole night. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's where that came from. Yeah, okay, man. Cool. I, I didn't wow. know that. You- yeah, that's cemented in my mind forever. Even if I get Alzheimer's, I swear to God, I'm always going to remember. I'm armed. <laughs> You're just going to be in a wheelchair screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm armed. <laughs> 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 You love it. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you okay? <laughs> oh man. 
I really yeah. hope you do end up being that old man in a wheelchair and not able to move any part of his body <laughs> except for his mouth, and you're just mouthing, I'm old. What a horrible thing for you to wish upon me. Good lord. Yeah, whatever. All right, let's I'm start. I'm going to get this jar of pickles open. <laughs> let's start the episode proper. Josh, what did we watch this week? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Let me... I, hold on. I'm, a, I'm holding this pickle. I got to take a bite out of it. All right. Well, we watched 1990? 93. 93. We watched 1993's oh. Super Mario Brothers, the movie. <laughs> Holy cow, my dude. Um, I gosh, let's. I, I think let's we need, get a little bit of backstory about this first. Let's get some. Let's get some context. I think we need. What to, is this movie about? We need to give context of the movie itself, so everybody knows Mario Brothers. This is this is kind of an important movie in the history of, um, of like video games to movie stuff. As far as I know, this was really the first time that it happened. Um, the original Super Mario Brothers came out in 1985 on the Nintendo Entertainment System, otherwise known as the Famicom in Japan. Um, I think it probably goes without saying for our consistent listeners, I am a huge nerd, and especially when it comes to video games, um, I really, it's it's really too much. Um, I think Josh can, can vouch for, for that. Um, I wouldn't say too much, but I would definitely say that the Super Mario, yeah, the, uh, that thing. That's like that's like if we're talking about the the branches on a tree and where those branches root into. Like Mario Brothers is the trunk of your nerdism. It really, really is. Now I think we need to give some backstory as to how we even got this movie, because if well, you, wait, but yeah, that's true. If because we we we've been wanting to do this one. I've been wanting to do this movie for a while on the podcast for for months, like since. Since pretty early on in the podcast. Yeah. But you can't get it anywhere. You can't stream it. You can't even download it. Like, for whatever reason, even torrenting it, um, not that you... No, you, he can't talk about that, dude. We get all of our stuff legally. You shouldn't torrent movies. And that actually is true. We really do get all of our movies legally. Um, yeah, we buy them off of YouTube. This episode is brought to you by... <laughs> or Amazon. That. Amazon Prime slash tapes, tapes, tapes. Um, but anyway, we had. So, do you want to tell them how we had to how we had to get it? <laughs> well, well, yeah. I mean, we had to we had to buy DVDs of it, and uh, that's not the easiest thing these days because where do you do that? Yeah, yeah. Where you could where you know it's going to be there. So right. I looked on Amazon, and they had a couple of copies. So I Amazon primed. One copy to me <laughs> in Chicago at my house in Edgewater, and then I Amazon the copy to Evan to his house in Castro Valley. In Castro Valley, California. Yeah, I I was like, California. Are we really doing this? Like, we really are buying yeah. the DVD. <laughs> this episode is basically going to be okay. Now that we have the DVD, do we keep? Yeah, what do we do with it? Do we keep the DVD? <laughs> <laughs> um so this this eject and reject that's a really good question and be kind and rewind has oh you're right real with the world implications the rating. <laughs> <laughs> the so wait if i eject and reject it 
I might actually just throw it out my window. Yeah, there might be an actual rejection. Uh, or and I live on a three story uh, three story high rise with a courtyard, so that's gonna be real awkward. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it, we'll or don't uh, don't admit to doing it. Um, you wanna you wanna get a synopsis in there before we uh, yeah before we get too yeah. Crazy? Let's talk about what this movie even is. Yeah, uh, Super Mario Brothers, nineteen ninety three. Let's see, we got a synopsis by dude John Vogel again. Dude, this guy is a beast. Wow. Okay. Okay. Super Mario Brothers, the three three sentence version. Can you make a movie out of a video game? Oh no, it starts with a question. <laughs> Can you make a movie out of a video game? That's the question that is answered by this film. Mario Mario and Luigi Mario, two hard-working plumbers, find themselves in an altered universe where evolved dinosaurs live in medium high-tech squalor. They find themselves the only hope to save the Earth from invasion. I would actually say that argue that's yeah. probably the best of his three-sentence synopsis. Yeah, but, uh, that, that's that's not bad. And it does address the kind of strange nature of the movie, which is that it is indeed a video game movie which like i said i I don't think it it had ever been done before and even today it's not done very often this movie is so weird um okay before before we kind of get into our experiences of watching it did you ever watch this when you were a kid Yes, I was a fan of it. Really? So it was my parents. Yeah, I wow. loved it. Okay, okay. It's right. It's, I mean, anybody that has kind of gathered a little bit about my childhood through all these bullshit movies that I keep forcing onto Evan. <laughs> uh, this yeah. is just, this is my bag. Like, futuristic sci-fi mixed with, like, gross weird shit that's the it's it is very gross generalized ways but it's it's very dark and Mm -hmm. silly and gross uh yeah it's weird i kind of just want to go through the plot really quick yeah well Uh, yeah leave fill in the blanks that john vogel left behind so so, john wait john vogel john vogel the guy who wrote the synopsis that you just read oh yeah okay so oh right right, right. (laughs) I just was like, wait, an actor? So just to kind of uh, add a little bit more to what John Vogel is trying to say here, uh, this movie, which is supposed to be about the Super Mario Brothers, is about these two guys played by John Leguizamo and uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, uh, gosh. Um, he's from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, Bob Hoskins. Bob, Bob, Bob Hoskins. Yeah, oh, yeah. God. R.I.P. dude. That guy's amazing. Yeah. Uh, they play... Uh, Mario and Luigi, respectively, they're plumbers, and the world that they live in is like when the dinosaurs went extinct, it opened up like an alternate dimension on Earth where the dinosaurs didn't die, and they're the ones that kind of evolved into humans instead of uh, primates. Yeah. And there's that evil dinosaur, like society is trying to get over to our society because it has like natural resources and stuff so they're trying to hunt down princess daisy who's like what is her profession she's an archaeologist she she was a princess steal oh, a rock. she was um 
she was actually from that universe, but somehow her egg made it into, like, a, I'll say the monkey universe. Like, the monkey universe, which is ours, <laughs> versus We're the, monkey universe. the dinosaur universe. So she was, she's actually dinosaur. But but remember, right. the, and then she went to the church. Like somebody stole her away and took her to the church to get raised by the the nuns or whatever. Um, so that that's her relation to the dinosaur world. So oh yeah, yeah and yeah, because yeah, she yeah. has royal blood, King Koopa, played by Dennis Hopper, needs her powers, I guess. To and like, like the Rock to open a portal so they can take over the place. Yeah, and so the Mario Brothers like kind of get into it by accident, like because they think Daisy's attractive. Yeah, uh, Luigi. Yeah, and they end up. Yeah, and they end up just kind of like trying to save everything. This plot's really hard to track. <laughs> it is really hard to. It, it's surprisingly complicated. Um, this is about the Super Mario Brothers. I know, dude. It's really. It's so out there. So I looked up, and it was fascinating because while I was watching this, I could just tell that this was a production train wreck. So I spent, you know, half the time watching the movie and kind of, you know, appreciating the the campy, uh, ridiculous quality of the of the early '90s and like um, the uh, practical effects and stuff like that. Um, but then the, the other half of the time I spent looking through the Wikipedia page, dude, this movie has such a story behind how it was even made. It has so many twists and turns and like really? interesting people oh, that were going to be, surprised. that were going to be a, like Dustin Hoffman wanted to play Mario. Whoa. <laughs> And <laughs> like he really wanted to, but uh, then one of the producers was like, "Yeah, I don't think so." And then um, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Michael Keaton were both approached to play Koopa. Tom Hanks was considered for Luigi, but they dropped oh they God. dropped him because he had a recent string of box office failures. Who? Tom Hanks. What was that? Oh my God! I don't remember what, what movie. Trying to remember was what in. era of. T- like early yeah. 90s Tom Hanks. I don't know what movies those would have been. But anyway, we'll talk about that right when we come back from a short break. Tapes, tapes, tapes. Hi, all. This is Morgan. I'm Evan's wife, and I'm also president of the Tapes, Tapes, Tapes fan club. Thank you for listening, my fellow fans, my fellow listeners, my fellow rewinders, and my fellow ejectors. Find Tapes, Tapes, Tapes on Facebook. Subscribe on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or on their website, tapestapestapes.podbean.com. You can also, if you want, send an email to 88tapesbaby at gmail.com with your suggestions of what the guys should watch in the future. All right, I'm pressing unpause. Back to the show. Hey, welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) So I, I know it feels like a kid's movie, and in a lot of ways it is, well... It is like a kid's movie, but the in- initial inception of the movie was it was supposed to be a really 
dark and serious. Like it was supposed to be R rated. They even um they even they shot almost some, did it. They even shot some scenes that were in like strip clubs and stuff. <laughs> there was a scene in a nightclub that was very suggestive. Yeah. So they that was the original idea of it. And then um and and they had so like they had the script all ready to go and everything and all the production uh, uh, areas like they knew all the sets that they were going to use and they had some costumes already ready to go which is why so much of it is really dark and gritty but a week before they started shooting the production company which is uh hold on let me let me confirm. It was distributed. This movie was distributed by Walt Disney Studios. <laughs> yep, through uh, Hollywood Pictures, which I guess is a is a is a production label of Walt. It Disney. got the Disney stamp of approval, dude. There, there goes my like <laughs> idea of Disney polish. <laughs> um, hey, well, we're not there yet, buddy. No, no, no. But anyway, uh, yeah. So, so the production company was like. No, no, no. Eight-year-olds play Mario. You have to make this movie appropriate for eight-year-olds. So then it just became a matter of, like, everything changed. The entire tone of the movie. Oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Because it's... The the production design, everything is so dark and gross and, like, like really, like, gritty. And then it feels like it was supposed to be that. And then they just put, like, kind of some gags in there and mostly just like music and yeah. stuff to kind of make it feel more like gaggy. Yeah. So I- anyway, I seriously, I could spend the entire episode just like walking us through and talking us through. Cause it is genuinely fascinating. The story of how this movie got made and Dennis Hopper hated the directors and the directors hated him. Like, And the directors were a, a, a uh, uh, man and woman, like a husband and wife duo, who apparently they didn't talk to each other at all, and they unilaterally made decisions. And it's a total oh, mess. I would boy. highly recommend checking out the Wikipedia page if you've got some time for how this movie was made. Um, well, what, Evan, what were your, what were some of your favorite parts of what we, uh, what we went through? I know we kind of yeah. glossed over this, but I really like loved this as a kid. Yeah. Uh, I like jumped all over it, watch it over and over again, not knowing anything about what I was watching. I was just like, Oh, here's something to watch. What did you, well, give me I some think, highlights. I think I knew. So I, I have a vague memory of watching either the whole movie or maybe just snippets of it when I was a kid. Um, and I think even then as a kid, just like today, I know that it's completely separate from anything Nintendo E, of course. Um, cause it, it just is so different. So I kind of knew. Well, it's not Nintendo at all. It's like literally just the names are the same. That's it. Yeah. It's, it's That's the it. names that are the same. And then there's like few things that are similar, like, oh, the fungus, like the super mushroom. Couple of story pieces. Um, yeah. You know, there's some thematic stuff like Yoshi, the dinosaur. Um, oh my god, but Yoshi is terrifying and he gets stabbed. And yeah, he does get stabbed. <laughs> he gets stabbed um, with a shoe. So, but, but yeah, I can really only speak to my experience of watching it this time around because um, I, I just don't remember watching it when I, when I was a kid. Um, and I've always kind of known that it was like the black sheep of the third party Nintendo stuff that's out there. Um, this is, this is considered one of the worst. The other one being 
the two Legend of Zelda games that were made by, uh, I think it was CDI. Um, it was really wild to watch this. But at the same time, it wasn't really that weird. Like if you, it was like it was like a lot of '90s kind of cheesy. It was like comedy. if you took RoboCop and yeah, fucking. It was like if you took like Terminator and Goose, uh, uh, not Goosebumps, uh, Ghostbusters, and a little bit of Goosebumps, all that goo everywhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Goosebumps. That's why they call it Goosebumps. But yeah, just if you took that kind of stuff and like threw it all together, threw it all in a blender, um, I, you know. I had a surprisingly good time. I mean, I definitely did slap my forehead many times and go like, "Oh my god, what am I watching?" Like this is definitely not a yeah. not a good movie. But in terms of like bad movies, it's not the worst. Um but I almost wish it was a little bit worse. Like I th- yeah. I think that I wish that the actors were a little worse because you know what's weird is the actors are actually pretty good um you know all all things considered they obviously had a, oh well the actors are all those cast members are phenomenal yeah They've got a great body of work and they showed up dennis hopper like i can imagine dennis hopper looking at like the script for this and go, just like big smile on his face just going fuck yes <laughs> and he's like i get to play dinosaur villain and he just <laughs> Yeah. Goes fucking nuts. Well, but I don't think. I mean, again, referring back to the the story of how this. Movie well, sure, and then other th- other things happened. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. sounds like he had a pretty pretty hard time. Um, but yeah, well, he th- still crushed it. That was my yeah, absolutely. I think he he did a great job. Um, and the the other performances were pretty even throughout. But the reason that I say I almost wish they were worse is because I kind of like like when a movie is bad, I like it to be bad all the way through. You know what I mean? I don't like it to be like good in some areas and then like terrible in others. Then it just kind of becomes sort of mediocre. So I I, I sort of walk I sort of walked away from the movie going like that was okay, but it wasn't like bad enough for much replay value. I don't know. What did, what did you think? Yeah. Well. It, well, it just it it it, it defeats itself because, like you said, that kind of illuminates a lot that it was originally intended to be a very dark r-rated movie and then Mm. they kind of brighten it up because it kind of feels like it has both those elements and they fight each other well excuse me i've had too many bread and butter pickles uh they kind of fight each other yeah and uh it yeah it makes you not it just kind of makes you feel a little like like gross at the end of it of like i don't really know i don't really need to watch that more that was fun. Because, like, it's, yeah. it's... I don't know what it is. There's just something very, like, icky about the movie. Yeah, I don't know. I can't really even put my finger upon it. Now, there is there are a few glaring things that really don't age well. Uh, the, the, most of, the most of which being, and I, I, I don't know if you caught this, but at the very end of the movie, they are sort of merging with the monkey world and the dino world. And they're showing that there's like some things that are shared, and they show a really quick snippet of the World Trade Center. 
<laughs> yeah, right. And it's yeah. like, well, they didn't know I then. Know they, I know they didn't know, but it's just like, oh, whoa, that is weird to see. Like the World Trade Center. Yeah, with well, a it doesn't age well because it. it's like being melting away. Yeah, the World Trade Center just like fucking ex- not exploding, but like it's like melting. You know, something that I realized during this movie that because th- there's something about. All of the production of this that is just so off when you think of, like, the Super Mario video game, right? Like, it's just so detached and everything is so different. And I was thinking about it, and I was like, well, why do I really think that? Because when I now think of, like, 2019 josh and i think of like super mario and all those things i think of like all the content that exists like the super mario voice and like all of these things Mm -hmm. that like exist like there's so much content out there and i was thinking like okay well wait a minute it was 1993 at the time and i'm sure they were making this probably a couple years before that and you have to think of what mario content was available it was all like pixelated little shits yeah, yeah. so they were really super kind mario of up World for creating for super nintendo was the most recent mario title that yeah had come out. like that mario didn't even really have a voice by that point like the hoo like that whole business no he didn't do that for a while so it was like they kind of got to write the write the playbook on what like maybe if this franchise catches on what Mario will sound like. Like they got to kind of steer the ship and to make him like a curmudgeonly bitter like middle-aged plumber dude. Yeah, a bald like, plumber. Like they were dude. making they they were making a choice and it failed and then they went in a different direction. Like they tried and We're just like, damn. Yeah, I mean, Nintendo was pretty much hands off. Like, that's that that's what I gleaned from it. They they were pretty much like, "Uh, you guys do your own thing. We're not going to really be involved at all. And I think they just kind of looked at it as like a a great experiment, and just to let people do with it whatever they wanted. which again is why I say like you it this could never get made today. Like they just would never I, associate themselves with anything like this these days. I I wonder if this movie was like that point, like that point in time where just <laughs> it all like, changed. You know, let's not let somebody do that. <laughs> well, just Maybe. like because you look at Mario, you look at the Mario like franchise and Disney and all that, and they're so like it's like. Fort Knox, like yeah. you can't do anything. And I'm wondering if, down. like, this was that early tipping point of like, okay, wow, no, we're never doing that again. Yeah, I mean, the closest thing I can think of is the upcoming, uh, and I know that it's not technically Nintendo, but the upcoming uh, Detective Pikachu movie, like that looks like it's going to be really weird and like a really weird off take of uh, of the Pokemon franchise. But, yeah, but I still think they're doing it smartly of like, okay, what is our a- audience going to like really latch on to? Like this was a fucking Hail Mary. Yeah, that's true. This this is completely at least all the Pokémon that are that I've seen in the trailers, they look like the Pokémon that are in the games. Whereas with this it's like Mario is a is a what looks the same? Yeah. Like what in this movie? I think the bomb arms. Yeah, the bombs that look kind of that's it yeah that's really it that that's all right but we we got to wrap this up are you ready 
Are you ready to rate it? This, oh, this is. Oh determining wait, hold on. Let me get my. Let me get my copy. <laughs> Grab my copy. Oh no! Is it? Are we doing this for real on the mic? Well, no. I mean, if I'm gonna. All okay, right. Here's here's the DVD copy. I'm putting it in the case. So we will either choose. To, well, how am I gonna rewind this? Well, you, you just put it back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll shelve it. Yeah, it's oh yeah. This one is. I'm I'm embracing the crazy rating for this one. This one is either shelve it or or uh, helve it, like helve it out the window. I don't know. <laughs> okay. All right. So I got it in. I got my hand, copy in my hand. All right, Josh. Uh, Evan. Do you, Evan, what do you give this? No, you go first this time. You want me to go first? I'll go first. Evan, okay, Josh, okay. Josh, what do you give this? Do you say it? Josh, you say it. What do you give yeah. 1993's Super Mario Brothers the movie? I give it a throw against the wall. Whoa, that broke. Did it break? <laughs> yep. Oh wow. Well, I broke the box. <laughs> right, let me see if the DVD is fine. Uh, well, I mean that was a uh, that was what I wanted to have happen, I guess. Wow. Um, well, I, I think I might, I might surprise you. Um, I am actually gonna go ahead and just keep it. Wait, <laughs> you're gonna just keep it? Is that your rating? Yeah, my rating gonna is- Gonna just keep I, it. My rating is, I'm just gonna keep it because it's such a unique part of video game history and I am, I'm such a like nerd mm. about it that this is ultimate nostalgia baby and it's yeah this is this is nostalgia baby flying in the face of of all now here's the thing i'll probably never watch it again <laughs> but it was like it was like it was so hard to get <laughs> you know what i mean it wasn't i just had we had to do one extra step i know but it but it felt like a lot like it felt like a lot that somebody had to carry it to our homes that it just was like... Well, there's somebody working at YouTube that's got to, like, program all that data. Well, now I have the data. And just in case I'm the last man on Earth with a working copy of Super Mario Brothers the movie. Um, but you know what? I, so I just think that it's, just it wasn't terrible. And so it's like... It's kind of fascinating if I ever meet another nerd who's like, I've never seen that and I would love, like, I've always wanted to, then it's kind of nice to, to have it. But if it's also at the same time, it's like, if I, if I loan it to somebody and they never give it back to me, I'm not going to cry over it. You know what I mean? Hmm. But I'll keep it yeah. as, as a curiosity piece. So just to recap, uh, we're giving this a throw against the wall. And I guess I'm just going to keep it. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, do you have any recommendations for what people should watch instead of Super Mario Brothers in the movie of 1983? Um, I mean... I'm trying to just uh, think of like a I'm decent think of like, video game movie tie-in. Yeah, I feel like we've already given up Wreck-It Ralph a couple of times, so I'm not going to say that. Yeah. Uh, I would say... Like what's another good video game movie? What about the, like, those? Maybe the first Tomb Raider. Yeah, yeah, and the um, some of those Resident Evil movies are pretty good. 
Oh God, the first Mortal Kombat movie. That thing's a blast. Oh yeah, we that one's on our list. But we gotta probably, watch that. Oh, that's never mind. That's just a forget. What? What? Just forget that one. Why? Because we're gonna watch it. Because we're gonna watch it. Like we've yeah. done that before. We did it with Starship Troopers. Okay, fine. Well, <laughs> Mortal Kombat. All right. Yeah, I'll I'll go ahead and choose Mortal Kombat as well because I just think that's fascinating. Um. Yeah, that that's and it's a better it, it genuinely is a better like video game to movie tie-in. Um but if you want is like it? well, I don't know, we'll find out. <laughs> um but if you want something more in the vein of something like this, I would actually say Ghostbusters. Cuz it's it's uh, yeah. it's funny and it's got some some special effects that are cool. Um and it kind of deals with like a weird version of New York and has really good music. Oh yeah, um, yeah. They really lay on the Brooklyn thick in here. Yeah, so so that's that's my official recommendation is Ghostbusters. Oh, I had a surprise for you. Oh, we didn't set that up at the beginning. We didn't set that up at the beginning, <laughs> but I do have a surprise for you, Josh. Are you ready for it? Well, we're really hoping that the people listened all the way through, and now they're getting a surprise by me getting a surprise. What's the surprise? All right, so we. Um, and you can do this for yourself. You can write us a review on Apple iTunes and maybe we'll read it out loud. But Josh, did you know that we currently have a five-star rating on Apple iTunes? <laughs> uh, and it's not from one of us? No, no. I, I didn't write any ratings on here. Um, uh, what does it say? So so there there's one, one especially that I want to read. Um, Shout-outs to Macaulay Wilk. They are the sibling of some one of my favorite humans in the world, Kelsey Wilk, who I went to Cornish with. Um, and I just have to, I was really, uh, uh, I don't know, I just was really, really touched by, by their nice comment. Um, so this was back on January 22nd. Sorry, we're getting to it a little late. Um, but the title of the review is, is all one word, super funny, great show. Looking for a lighthearted trip down memory lane with two swell pals and a bevy of snacking foley? Pop in those headphones, because this is the show for you. Evan and Josh take a magnifying glass to the films of their youth, reevaluating them through a modern lens. Listen as they realize the flaws of their favorites and or gain a greater appreciation. Even when the movies turn out to not hold up so good, they give suggestions for alternative media. Whether they eject and reject or be kind and rewind, these lads always bring the laughter. Dude, isn't that oh, wow. isn't that great? <laughs> well, uh, Macaulay Culkin, you're our number one fan now. <laughs> Macaulay that's Culkin, really great. <laughs> no, that... that's wow. I'm really touched. I know. I was just like, wow, that's so that's such a lovely thing. No, what was it, Macaulay Wilk? Uh, Macaulay Wilk. Wow, thanks so much, man. Yeah. yeah uh, that's really, really sweet. I actually I, I actually want to do another episode then. Well, all right. Yeah, this well, is gonna, I was about to say this is my last episode <laughs> I'm ever going to do. That was my surprise, but I guess I'm doing another one. <laughs> Just one more. <laughs> I need... This is the deal. I need what? somebody to give me positive affirmation <laughs> of what I'm doing on the show at the end of every episode, or I quit. Oh, no. All right, everybody, you you heard it. Keep that positive affirmation coming, and we'll see you next time. Bye.
Oh, what a great podcast, and people like it. Aww.